welcome to This Is What We've Been Talking About. Yeah! Oh, man. We are talking about some stuff, dude. And I'm talking about this triple IPA right now. He's got a triple IPA from California. From Monkish Brewery. Oh, my. That one's called Wrapped Like a Mummy. Yeah, man. What's the percentage on that bad boy? You got the can that's right a, there? That's a triple. It's 10. It's got to be 10 at least. 10.1. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. It, it's smooth. Smooth. <laughs> so, oh, we... I don't think we talked specifically last podcast about, uh, like, the agenda for today, but... Um, you know what the agenda is. It's talking well, about man stuff. It's always the same. Just not like, being a pussy. Yeah. Doing, <laughs> don't be a pussy. Be a man. Stand up for what's right. You know, be good to women. You know, work hard. Be respectful. You know, search, search and promote truth. Those kinds of things, right? Yeah. But a couple things that we should cover today. You know, the, there's a big thing and we want to talk about a documentary. Um, yeah. done, done by Matt Walsh. Um, so you want to, you want to say anything about that? Like, let's yeah. not get into that yet. Cause I want to talk about no. one other thing before that, sure. but just kind of go ahead and introduce that a little bit. Yeah. So this week I, I was seeing a lot of, uh, ads or clips, uh, for whatever reason, um, about this documentary Matt Walsh did, um, and it's on the daily wire, um, and um, I wound up watching it this week, but basically it's a documentary about about um, the trans culture and it touches on um, how it, uh, it is intertwined with social um, issues and how um, uh, how it <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. I would just just it it really touches on a lot of social aspects and just basically why this is happening. And his fundamental question is what is a woman? And that's the title of the documentary. Um, yep. really, really, um, uh, amazing insight into, um, that side of things, which is what we've talked about, uh, wanting to know is we want to know what the other side thinks and what's the answers to some of these questions. And I'm open to any of those answers. And, and that's what he was sort of trying to find out. Um, like we said, the truth about, uh, that, uh, aspect of, of, uh, of life, I guess. Yeah. I don't before, know if you can put it a little bit better than that. <laughs> that was, no, that's good, man. But before we get into that real quick, right. and we won't spend yeah. a lot of time on this, one of the reasons we weren't here last week, was uh alan and i were hanging out together oh yeah uh, in our families and so i just thought we'd uh talk about that a little bit we uh i live in you know northern new york and he lives in uh northern maryland i guess i'd say and uh so we found kind of a place uh, when i say a place i mean kind of like a, a geographic area um that's about halfway uh, between each of us. And sometimes we'll Airbnb, uh, a, a cottage, a, a camp, a, a house, whatever, and just hang out for the weekend. Um, so it's kind of right, our it's a way. Great, yeah, yeah. It's a great way to get together and like have fellowship and like laugh and have our kids yeah. hang out together. And it's family time. Uh, you know, obviously you're, you, you and your family are family to me and vice versa. And it's, right. it's nice to get together like that, you know, but yet we're still hanging out with our own families and just kind of right. our kids enjoy each other. We obviously enjoy each other, you know, uh, and, um, yeah, it's just, you need that. You know, I, I always walk away, you know, well, I walk away having had an amazing time. Yeah. And on some level I walk away kind of like, disappointed that it's over and wondering when the next time's going to be because you <laughs> right. know just the let's let's be honest the 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 grind of just daily life and things you know wears you down and those 
weekends are refreshing, even if they're tiring for whatever reason. Yeah, um, like we kind of talked about on a previous podcast, <clears throat> going on vacations can be work, you know, especially yeah. for the men um, and I right. guess for the women too. But I mean, speaking from our side of things, it definitely is a lot of planning and, and driving and yep. financial stuff and like yep. just just coordinating schedules and all that stuff. Yeah, so it's what lot. we do, man. It's what we do. There's a but, lot. Uh, but in the end, you know, once you're there and you put stuff in the fridge and you crack the first beer, oh, man, yeah. I mean, it's worth all of that. It's worth every minute of it. And it was cool because when the weekend was over and we were back, I think it was Sunday night, you know, we'd gotten back and we were unpacked all of our stuff and we were just kind of, reflecting and reminiscing over the weekend we had my wife just kind of looked at me specifically and said thank you for the weekend mm. and you know it was it's weird mm. like that's not some mm. you know really uh <laughs> that's just a really simple statement right is, yeah. is that is that more than it, a simple statement it's not it, it packs a lot of a lot behind it it does and it like it was one of those things where, you know how certain statements sometimes just go in your ear, process in your brain, and then you have like a heart reaction immediately. Mm. That was one of those because it was, it, it made me feel good because I do put a lot of, like we just talked about thought, energy, money, effort, whatever into a weekend and like, what are we going to bring? And this time, like I brought a lot of stuff, like a cooler full of different beers and, and <laughs> I brought, um, a pizza oven. Cause we wanted to do like pizzas and like, so there was just a lot and like all the ingredients and all the thought that goes into all that stuff. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. And so it felt really good to, that told me that a, she had a great time and right. B she recognized the effort that went into it and appreciated it. And yeah. Well that, that's, that's like such a, a good woman. I mean, that, that's right. we're talking about men roles here and that's, and, and we should be doing that kind of stuff too. But I mean, in this case, yep. that's such a great uh, um, woman thing to do for for yeah. their man. You know, that's that support thing that we talked about before. That's support that and, appreciation. and respect. And respect, respect, which really respect is just appreciation. I mean, if you appreciate somebody, you respect them essentially. Yeah. Or you, yeah. you know, that's how I feel respected is when I feel appreciated, you know, for my yeah. efforts. And right. You know, that's probably the thing that the man psyche needs the most is respect, which in real terms and in real life is that appreciation for, for your efforts, for your protection, for your prov providing for all those things we've talked about. Yeah. And, and, uh, my girl does that too. Um, oh, sure. and, and, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely appreciated back. Uh, yeah. you know, um, yep. I'm not asking for that. And if they didn't do it, then no. I'm not going to be holding it against them. You know what I mean? No. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, if that was something my wife said every day, it probably wouldn't have packed as much of a emotional punch. Right. Yeah. And not that she doesn't say it or do things or say other things that mean that same thing, you know, relatively frequently, I, I feel respected. I feel appreciated, yeah. but, but you know, that particular set of words, you know, following the activities that had just occurred, like packed a lot of emotional punch in it because it's not overused, but it's used enough um, to be effective. If that makes sense. Well, dude, I, I'll, I'll say this right here on the podcast that I appreciate your effort, man. I mean, oh, you, we, we, we talked about this, you know, before we yeah. ever, before we always go on, uh, you know, a vacation together, wherever it is, whatever we're doing, we always kind of work out what each other is going to do, you know, yeah. and we agree upon it. We, we take care of financials together yep. and we're fair with each other and all that. Absolutely. Stuff. And, I mean, and understood that like, you know, sometimes you bear more of the workload. Yeah. It like, just depends you know on I me. Mean? Like, like it's just, it all comes out in the wash. And that's always a situation where like, if I'm bearing more of the workload, it's because I volunteered to do more of the workload. Right. Like, Hey, let me do this. I'll do this this time, you know, right. and vice right. versa. And yeah. we both appreciate each other. Like that's the cool thing about men who are best friends. And, you know, we know that, um, 
no matter what, we're both going to have every, every, everything covered, you know, yeah. like if I right. forget something, he didn't, you know, right. or, or right. whatever, you know, and we put our heads together and, you know, just, there's so much strength with two men coming together and putting our, you know, uh, putting our, you know, the, the things we're good at, you know, putting, putting our individual, um, you know, just putting our individual strengths together just makes us that much stronger as a unit, you know? And, um, it just, it's just cool. It's really cool. Yeah. You know who benefits from that? <clears throat> all of us, all right? of us, all of us, our kids. Yeah. And you know what? They don't appreciate this kind of stuff right now because they're young. They don't but get it. They don't see it. Yeah. Uh, when they're 30, maybe yeah. younger, maybe yeah. older, but yeah. they'll, they'll look back and go, okay, yeah. I get it. Someday when they're like, if not before, like you said, but yeah. someday when they're doing this kind of stuff and they'll be like, man, we used to go to those cabins with our families and our dads just like drove us there and packed the vehicles full of everything. And <laughs> then they unpacked for an hour while we were running around and they were outside smoking something on the smoker or cooking pizzas or like getting the hot tub ready or whatever. Right. right? Like they're going to have that that moment, you know, that epiphany of, wow. Yeah. You know, I did when I was older, I realized, yeah. Oh my gosh, my yeah. dad like brought a pop-up trailer to fricking the oh. mountains and he's doing all this stuff and making us do some things. And yep. you know, we didn't want to do any of them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we'll, we'll move on from that, but, we had a good weekend together, hanging out, families together, relaxing, having food, hot tub, having some drinks and just, you know, getting away from the normal day-to-day difficulties. And, you know, an important thing for men uh, out there, uh, for all you listening, is you you need those times. You need those moments and make sure you do it. You need it for your mental health. You need breaks. You need good times and you need to, you need to do it. You know, it's, it's priceless. Yeah. And I would say, and, and take it a step further is like, there's many times and we all feel this way when it's like, we have nothing to look forward to. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no like horizon. Like what, what's what's the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah. Sometimes it's a long time and sometimes it's a short term, but you need to make those plans. That's what, that's what men do is be able to look ahead, set goals, you know, uh, make plans. Uh, and that's, I mean, we're just talking about vacation stuff or something fun or something. And it doesn't have to be expensive. It's just something, Hey, you know, next week we're going to go on a hike, you know, or whatever it is, Yeah, just plan it and have that set those times. Because if you try to do it the morning of ain't going to happen, right? It's not going to happen. Well, and like, I even like create tiny little things to look forward to. Like for instance, you know, even on Monday, I'll be like telling my wife, like, what are we going to do this weekend? Let's put some things in our thought, you know, down on our thought paper. It might not right. be actually on paper that we're like committing to it, but let's, let's put some things into our thought paper and say, what are we going to do this weekend? Cause I need something to pull me through this week. <laughs> yes. Right. And it's not That's that right. like anything's terrible, but it's just like, okay, I want something to look forward to some, some relaxed time, maybe some friend time, maybe some whatever. Yeah. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Because that, that, that is so valuable to mental health. I mean, working is in having a job is, is good for mental health, but it's also good to, to break it up. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to be in the grind. Yeah, absolutely. You need need the balance. And I, I preached this, uh, my whole life is you gotta have balance in your life. Yes. Yes. So work, family, you know, friends, hobbies, all those yep. things. Yep. If you spend any too much time on any one thing, it's going to, it's, it's not going to work out well for you. No, no. Spend it, too it much consumes... time with your family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, then it takes away from your work, right. Or it takes right. away from how you provide for the family. So mm-hmm. there's a definite balance in there and everybody's different. You got to find your own balance, but yes. Yeah. I, I, I feel for sure. 
that, that's definitely huge for me is like, well, I mean, we were just talking about when's the next time we're going to get together. Let's start. I know. That. I was just going to say that, that like we, we get back and like the day we come back, like, so if it's a weekend, we come back on a Sunday and we're already texting like, all right, when's the next weekend we're doing this again? Cause yeah, we gotta have something to look forward to. It's just, right. you know, but anyways, I mean, yeah, yeah, we, we, we would love to live right next door to each other. And then, you know, then it would be a situation where we could hang out anytime we wanted. And then, you know, there'd be times where you'd have other, you know, responsibilities and things and family things, and maybe even other friend things that you'd be doing. And we would too, but like the majority of the time on those free weekends would be like, all right, who's cooking and whose house are we at? Yeah. We'd be be planning how to get away from each other (laughs) instead of how to get together. (laughs) We'd be planning vacations to get away. <laughs> uh, I don't think that would happen, but no, you never know. You never know. We've never been in that situation, really. For but it's long a balance, enough. too. I mean, if I if yeah. I was living next door to you, I mean, it, seeing you every day, <clears throat> I mean, it's just like anything else, man. You, you need time on your own. You need time with your yeah. partner and family and all yeah. that stuff. I'm sure there'd be a time where we'd be like, I think I'm just going to stay home today, man. I just need a day to just do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's an important lesson to, for everybody out there. I mean, I remember as a young man, you know, people telling me that like, "Eh, I'm just going to hang out myself. And, and I would take it, I would take offense to that almost, or, or think that it was about me. And it's not about that. I mean, that's a huge lesson to learn in life. right? Right. Right. Is, is to be, have the courage to say, no, I, I need to do something for me and yeah. recognize that everybody else needs that too. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So anyways, balance, yeah. that's a great, that's a great, uh, thing subject to talk about because we really need that balance, you know? And, but anyways, um, the main thing we want to talk about was, you know, like Alan already presented, um, was this documentary on Daily Wire, Matt Walsh, uh, hmm. What is a Woman? And we both have watched it. So what do you think, man? Well, first of all, that was such a well-done documentary. It's, what, yeah. an hour and a half or something? I think it's an hour and, and a half. I was I was thinking only an hour, but then when I signed on and, and got going, it was an hour and a half. And, and honestly... It could have been like a five hour documentary. Yes. And I would have finally, I would have had no problem watching it all because I've seen a lot of documentaries and, and I don't know about you, James, but I think that documentaries are amazing, right? I mean, they can, they can, they can, um, it's, it's so well done. It's like a movie, right? Mm -hmm. But it's Mm -hmm. actual factual stuff, right? Yeah. Or at least, that's how the artist is presenting it. Right. So, right. I mean, no matter what documentary you see, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, shade it one way or the other, but you right. know, you watch a Michael Moore one and, and you know, there's, it's liberal shaded. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And let's be honest, like Matt Walsh is, is more of a, uh, right leaning guy. Self-admitted and, conservative. And that's fine. Yep. Uh, so, you know, that going into it. So having said all that, it was a very well docu- uh, very well done. It was very well produced. Um, it was interesting. Um, yeah. And it wasn't a lecture. It was him uh, coming out and saying, I want to try to find the truth to this because all these things that are happening with the transgender gender things, the bottom line is, you know, everybody wants to be a woman, right? But his question is, what is a woman? Like, Define right. it. And, and one thing that makes a great yeah. documentary is, well, a couple of things. You might think, okay, the guy creating the documentary is a conservative. So this is going to be this transgender bashing documentary. I don't think that's really what it was. I mean, I think it was a documentary where he didn't ch- challenge the other side a lot. I mean, he would ask questions, but he wouldn't engage in arguing or anything like that. And he no. went, he went to like 
leaders in the field of gender dysphoria, transgenderism, LGBTQ stuff. So whether it was professors, PhDs, several medical doctors, a pediatrician, one who has done the most um, uh, sex change surgeries in San, like in the in the country, the, the right. surgeon that has done the most sex change surgeries um, was from San Francisco. It's a physician, and I was a little confused by that because at, it appears to be a woman. And, but apparently she's transgender too, but then she kind of bounced around that question a little bit, like dodged it a little bit. So I'm still not really sure about that, but she's done the most transgender. So, so he went and talked to the, the brightest and the most, you know, the minds that are, that are out there on these subjects and not political minds really like, you know, basically medical minds and psychological minds. And, you know, that's what makes a good documentary. You know, like if he was talking to you and I about it, you'd be like, well, these are just two schmucks. I mean, not that we don't know anything or that we're not intelligent, but you know, but he, he was, he was, he was going to the leaders in the field or the op, I, 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 I'm going to say opposition, but he was going to, yeah, they're opposing. He was going, he was going to the sources of, yeah, the information, the leading edge, the educational, the the science, the yep, the, the doctors, medical, the, the yeah, right, yeah. all of these things. It wasn't him interviewing, um, you know, Trump followers. He was interviewing people right. on the side of pro transgender sex reassignment surgeries yeah. and all of that yeah. stuff. And and so it was interesting to see. And he peppered in some other side too. There was that psychi- psychiatrist that was. The female psychiatrist, uh, yes, right. very smart woman. Yeah, um, and um, but the the funny thing is, and what I got out of this uh, uh, part of it was, it's interesting how the left, and I was thinking about this throughout the whole documentary. It's yep. interesting how the left or the liberal side of things for touting science and throwing science in our face about the vaccines and all that stuff. And like, you got to trust the science and all this stuff. Right. Trust the science. You're killing people by not getting the vaccine. You're not wearing two masks. You're going to kill somebody. It's science. You idiots. But But at the same time in this documentary, time and time again, they just reject science or on this particular Alan, here's the thing that's weird, man. Like to you and I, we're seeing it as a rejection of science, but what they're really doing is making their, taking their views and saying that is science. Mm. Essentially that if you think or you identify as something or some gender, that that is the science. Right. Right. And you're like, wait a minute. I'm not talking about that kind of science. That's cr- that's Looney Tune science. I'm talking about biology, chromosomes, right. Right? right? Chromosomes that cause certain cells to express themselves in certain ways, and you know what part of that are you know your your genitalia. You know your genitalia organs are created based on the cells and the chromosomes in them that express one as a penis or a vagina. I mean, that's just the way it is, right? That's science. It's not science for me to say I identify as a woman, even though I have a penis. Right. Right. You know, what was hilarious was that, I mean, there were so many good moments in this documentary. He was interviewing people on the street and he, he was interviewing some woman in a purple hat. Right. And I don't know if she was trans or not. (laughs) They didn't say, but she She, was like, she, she was gay. Okay, maybe it was that known was that it. it was a gay person, I think, right. right? But then I don't know if they were trans or not. But she was saying, like, you're not a woman. Who are you to say what a woman is? Like, only women can say that. Yep. And she and he was like, well, uh, <laughs> are you a cat? And she was like, no. Well, what is a cat? I mean, but you and can't say what away. a cat is under that logic because you're not a cat, right? <laughs> Which right. is so awesome. And she just walked away. I yeah. uh, made a huge mistake. <laughs> Yeah, I made a huge mistake talking to you. Yeah, Come yeah. on here. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you, you know, uh, and this is going to, you know, question my manliness. Like, go ahead. Which, which I don't care. We've all think. questioned it. I We've know you've questioned it. it. I don't really care. Here's the reality, man. When yep. he was interviewing the person in their 40s who uh, 
was a transgender male. So born female, transitioned to male, um, had all the surgeries, who now runs a organization to just tell the truth and talk to kids about transgender and sex reassignment surgeries and all those kinds of things. Right. So why, why am I going to, you know, question my manlyhood here? Because it choked me up, man. It choked me up because this person, I'm just going to call him a person. I think they kind of are back saying that they're a woman, but I I didn't, it didn't really touch on that. So this person was just absolutely damaged. By they were they were duped. They were duped. Duped, and duped. that that misleading in that all of the things that they went through changed their life forever. And if it made me think of anything, man, like life is so valuable. You're gonna yeah, make is. these decisions in your teens, and you know, even the the one physician, the transgender San Francisco doctor who does the sex reassignment surgeries. Yeah. The, young, the youngest person she's done sex reassignment surgery on was 16. Let me ask that you this, insane. Alan. At 16, How, could you make good decisions at 16? I, I couldn't make decisions at 46. <laughs> <laughs> you still can't make good decisions. I still can't. I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> I should not be trusted for any decision making. <laughs> Well, how about this? I mean, there's so many aspects to this documentary we can talk about, but you're right. I mean, so how about this? That, that one father over the phone that he interviewed from Canada, right? Who, okay. So the, I I don't know too much about this. I'm only relaying what I heard in the documentary, but basically it was, it was legally impossible for him to stop doctors giving his child puberty blockers or hormones puberty blockers right yep um in canada and because he tried he was criminally charged yeah so hold on so that's crazy is is, it's i don't is there a word that's worse than crazy because it's worse than that okay but hold on yeah so him and his wife are divorced and the wife was supporting the daughter i think it was a daughter yeah i think that wanted to be a a, a guy, boy, I, think, I think, I think, I think, yeah. But the the mother, the ex wife, was supporting this daughter, and the dad was like, "This is crazy. I will not support it." And right. they they arrested him. He was in jail, yeah, because they said it was violence that he wouldn't. No, the whole thing of the arrest was he wouldn't use the preferred pronouns, and they see that as violence, right? Some kind of child abuse. Child abuse. Violent. Can you can you imagine? Because I'm telling you right now, I'm telling our listeners right now that that's coming to America. It's yeah. gonna come. Yeah. This is Canada, folks. Where I live right now, I'm 30 minutes from the border. I'm 30 minutes from the border of Canada. It's our next door neighbors. Look, Canada was was the first to legalize marijuana. All right. Yeah. Before the U.S. and the U.S. followed, it was 10, 15 years later, right? Yeah. yeah. Something, something along those lines. It'll be quicker for this over here, I bet you. Well, I mean, a lot of it's going to depend on the next election. I don't care what people say. I mean, yeah. there, you know, that will de- that will determine some things. But anyways, it's our next door neighbor. You cannot right. use the correct pronouns. And I use the word correct in air quotes because are they the correct pronouns? You know, I, I don't know, but if you don't use the person's chosen pronouns, it, it can be considered as bad as child abuse, assault, violence, those kinds of things. It's funny because Matt Walsh, uh, I don't know if this yeah. is a clip in the documentary, but he was on some talk show and yeah. he was like, pronouns. That's uh, Dr. Phil. It was on, it was in the documentary. Okay. Yeah. So he goes, yeah. he goes, all right. So I'm just gonna, um, you have to refer to me as handsome and intelligent. Yeah. He said, okay, if you can pick your own pronouns, I can pick my own adjectives. And I see myself as an intelligent and handsome man. So every time you speak to me, you need to say Matt Walsh, the intelligent and handsome man do, you know, and ask him a question. It, brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. I mean, this guy, what a what a guy, dude. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, but he he brings up such valid points about all of this stuff, right? Like, right. this is insane. And uh, um, he also said in that interview with Doctor on the Doctor Phil thing, 
he was saying um, uh, uh, about there was a couple of trans people on the stage too. And yep. he was like, you, 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 you just want to do this. Like, this is just a theatrical. This is just a costume. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it's theater. We laugh it is and, theater. It's, and it's hilarious, but it's not because this is serious stuff and it's going to come down and boil down and, to all of our kids. And they're going to yep. be exposed to this daily on YouTube, on any show, on any, um, any theater, any Listen, play. What all is of one that thing stuff. that you and I are doing to protect our kids? One thing and we're doing lots of things, but the thing that comes to mind is we don't send our kids to public schools. No, because nope. in public schools, that's like yeah. six six podcasts fulls of of stuff we could talk about but in public schools they're absolutely like you know just indoctrinating kids on transgenderism lgbtq stuff you know right right all of this garbage progressive liberalism is being indoctrinated to our kids so we send our kids to private schools that doesn't happen there it doesn't. At least no. I can only speak for my kids' private school. There are obviously variations in private schools, but my yes. kids' private school, it in fact, it is actually they are actually taught the opposite of of those things. You know right. that you're born God. God decides what you are. You're born a boy or a girl, and that's what you are. And there's no changing that. Right. Right. So that's one thing you can do to protect your kids is get them out of you know, public education, which has become an absolute cesspool for progressive ideology that is rotting our country at the core. Dude, when I was in public school, when I was a kid, yeah, and this is, this was the eighties. All right. Yep, the eighties. Yep. All right. There was gay people in our school. I'm sure of it. And we called them gay. You, you get, <laughs> you're gay, you're a faggot, you know, and they're like, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. We called each, we called each other faggots when, yeah. we, did something, when we did something gay. We still do. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, man, it's like, it wasn't, it, it wasn't seen as cool to be gay. It wasn't right. seen as cool to chop your dick off and, and grow a vagina. Like that, that seems to be trend and that's different. I mean, that one psychiatrist was saying that there are a certain percent of, of people who do have psychologically genuine, feel genuine, like, yes, genuine gender, gender dysphoria. dysphoria. And, yes. Yep. But, but the majority of the rest are just doing it because it's Trend. trendy. It's cool. Well, and, you, and, and who sets yeah. those, those trends is YouTube, TikTok, all yes. of these shits. Yes. Yes, you the know. influencers, right? But where does it really come from, though? It comes from a culture of people who are hopeless and hurting, right? Because if you're hopeless and hurting, you're searching for something. Because that's right. Here's the thing, dude. You and I aren't hopeless and hurting, so we're not no. searching for something to change about ourselves in that respect, right? No. But if you are hopeless and hurting, let's say you're not attractive, you're, you know, you're. Who knows? You just don't think good about yourself. Your dad left you. Your mom left you. You were abused. Who knows? There's, There's infinite possibi possibilities about why this could happen. Oh, tons infinite. of people suffering. Tons of people suffering. And I'm, 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 I feel terrible for those people. And I, my heart goes out to them. But the answer is not to like find your, you know, find your worth and find your, you know who you are and, and find like-mindedness on the internet, on social media circles and just, Oh yeah, well maybe you've just always been a man trapped in a woman's body or vice versa. You see versa. that, that is insane talk. Like we, uh, we're not talking about gay and lesbian. That's a, to me, it's a different category. We can talk about be. that another time, Yeah, but we're talking about transgender, somebody who is born or born a boy yep. and thinks that he's a girl inside and then lops his dick off one day and to try to you know, try coming on the outside instead of the psychological community um working with that individual and trying to change that right and saying why do right. you feel that way like right. let's talk about right. this because right. you know what i really want to help you Yes. I want to figure out why you feel that you're not good enough the way you are or that you should be something that you're not. Like, why do you feel that way? Let's figure out why it is. And then let's figure out how we can get you feeling good about yourself. Right. Do you remember because, the, the, the female yeah. psychiatrist who yeah. was 
you know, based in science and, and has, yeah, I guess, conservative views. I don't know. Science views, right. Yeah. Of, of everything. And she brought up the father of this whole thing. Do you remember that whole scene? Yes. When, there was two guys, she, the money guy. And then yeah. the, I can't remember uh, his name now. Not Brinder. Uh, what was it? But he did all these experiments and all these things to try yes. to. And then why after all this horrible like experiments on like 18 month old dude there people. was a spot where he was like like they were doing experiments and uh, on the orgasms of kids right, right. And, and some of the kids were as young as five years old or five months old five yes. months old dude like i wanted to throw up dude <laughs> Dude, I wanted and I to, wanted to punch somebody. I wanted to dig that guy from his grave and just punch his skeleton, dude, like as hard as I could 10 times. What a but, scumbag. What, what a beta male. What a what a pussy that guy is. He's a pedophile is what he is. He's a pedophile and psychiatrist. The worst of pedophiles. The worst of them all. Worse than freaking the Holocaust people. Yes. I'm serious. Same level. I'm 100% serious, man. Because what's even worse than that, dude, is that the psychiatry community is embracing these uh, findings. Yep. That's that's insane. Like, I don't even know what to say about that. Well, and it's going to get to the point where we can't have these conversations. Like, I mean, we, this podcast, you know, could get banned just for having these conversations. You know what? If we get banned for this podcast, good. We'll start that another means, one. And we'll just, we'll just keep we'll starting another one. We'll it and just keep yeah. coming hard. Next one's Alan and James. Yeah. <laughs> Figure that one out. See if you can track us. Oh. Because, uh, uh, dude, I, I don't even know. I it's, it's so far out there. It's, you know, you talk about the, the term gaslighting. Gaslighting is when you yeah. make somebody else believe something that's not true and that make them feel like they're crazy. Yeah. That's what's going on with us, man. We're like what's we're going on in our country, like completely. Yes. It, uh, so we, we need to, I don't even know how to change that, but I mean, there, there, this documentary was so amazing into the insight. It is, it'll make you, nuts it'll I'll make you, you it'll make it. you it make you scared for your children it did all i could think right? about were my kids and their futures and it just made yes. me frightened yes frightened because someday we're not going to be here and they're going to keep living right it made me frightened i'll tell you what's not going to change it go ahead being silent yeah going with the flow you know there's a phrase that's what is popular is not always right and what is yeah. right is not always popular. Yeah. What is popular, LGBTQ, transgenderism, is not always right. And what is right, traditional values, traditional scientific facts about sex and gender, what is right is not always popular. That's an example of that. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a couple of things here. So if you're a guy and you have issues or you feel disgusted by the female body and you feel more comfortable with a male and then that turns into sexual feelings. As far as the traditional values go, Christian values, you're doing the wrong things and you need to get yourself right. Yeah. But we're not talking about those things. (laughs) So we're going to put those off to the side. Okay. We're talking about wanting to mutilate your body to the point where you are not who you are anymore. Yeah. And uh, you know, there, this Matt Walsh brought this up in the documentary with that surgeon in San Francisco or wherever she's from. Yep. And said, Hey, you know, I heard about the subpopulation of people who are, um, obsessed with handicapped people or amputees. Yes. And he goes, he goes, how would you feel if somebody came and, and said, you know, I want to surgically remove my arm. Yeah. I don't like this arm. I don't want it. I I don't feel it's a part of me. Can you, can you amputate it? 
Mm. Mm. I don't think she had an answer for that. She didn't. And something like know, something like, oh, there's the that's you know such a small. No, she did have an answer. She said those people were crazy. She did. She said, "Excuse me for not using a medical term, but that's oh, loony. Yeah. Let's loony or something like that, you right? Know? Cuckoo and, uh, or something. Cuckoo, yeah, or something like that." I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. This is the same thing that you're getting rich off of. Totally. It's a psychiatric illness, and you're getting rich off of basically enabling that craziness in people's minds. How about him interviewing the pediatrician, the female pediatrician? Oh my god! And she was just like this fluffy liberal, ah, you know. And but she kept bringing in this up, and I kept and I was honing in on this every time yeah. she said it. She yeah. was like, "Well, I'm a pediatrician. Yeah. yeah, just because you have the pediatrician document on the wall yep. does not mean you're a smart person." No, you know, listen, doctors are intelligent. You have to be intelligent to memorize a lot of of stuff. Okay. Yes. But it's all memorization. And there's a lot of people that are crazy and have no social ability. And in my mind, the only thing they are is book smart. You can be book smart and become a physician. That doesn't mean that you're actually intelligent. You're just book smart, you know, and a lot of them have gotten super progressive and, can you imagine, would you trust your two children, your four children, let's say, yeah. well, your, your oldest two wouldn't be going to a pediatrician anymore. So let's just say your youngest two children, would you trust her to take care of those two kids? Hell no, dude. No. Not, not psychiatrically. No, not, what about, would you even trust her medically? If no. That's, if that's her ideology, what's her ideology on other things? And here's the thing. Yeah. Her well no. child visits. Right. You take your kid for their yearly physical or their well child visits. Like in, when they're younger, it's sometimes more than once a year. Then it becomes yearly. And so well child visits and vaccines and growth charts and different things. Are you going to trust that she's not going to bring up like gender and, you know, this LGBTQ ideology to your kids when they're young? Dude, it's it's a form of indoctrination that I didn't think about. Yeah. Right. Yes. Liberal people in, in, um, uh, positions of authority. Right. And, and you want to know, but I didn't think about doctors, but do you want to know where we saw that come out? Like absolutely out of the woodwork. Go ahead. COVID. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. And I get it, man. Like all of us, even conservatives at first, weren't sure what to make of COVID. And part of that's because we were being lied to. I mean, let's face it. It just at the very came out. beginning. At the very beginning, I was like, "Uh oh, what's well, this?" Well, so all was about? I. I yeah. was hiding from people. I was like staying in my house. Like I, yeah. like nobody knew the things we were seeing from China. Like people, dro- healthy young people dropping dead. We're like, "What right. is this?" Right? right? We were being lied to. They just finally. Well, let's see. What what year are we in? Twenty twenty three. March March right of twenty twenty three. It's been like three to four years of COVID basically. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they just come out and finally admitted that it came from the lab and it was like a gain of function testing that basically escaped and actually came from the lab in Wuhan. So they finally admitted what we've been saying all along. So we were being duped the whole time, but let me ask you this. What percentage of doctors thought that a, the vaccine was like super safe and yeah. effective And that anybody that like questioned anything about COVID, whether it be the vaccine, whether it be about masks, whether it be about like the origin of COVID, whether it be about just anything, what percentage of doctors questioned those things? 1%? Yeah, very little. 1%? So that shows me right there. Well, the doctors that were questioning that were cuckoo. They were crazy. They were crazy or they were silenced on social media and in media in general. Right. Dr. Robert Malone. Um, there's other ones. Dr. McCollum. These guys were brilliant doctors who were questioning some of this stuff and they were silenced. They were dropped from Twitter. They were dropped from Facebook. They were, they were Trump followers. They were, they were, uh, yeah, they were labeled right. as Trump followers and they probably weren't even Trump people. They were just moderates. Dude, you know, the, 
a lot of doctors in the middle ground are based in science. They science read real the science. They, they yeah they they critically read they they read the double blind studies. They read this stuff yes. right, and they come out and they go, you know what? No, this is this is not what's going on. Right, and and so and they're just dismissed because a YouTuber, a doctor, quote unquote doctor on YouTube, is popular. And right. they have the, the, the voice. It's, it's well, crazy, dude. It's crazy. So one time I saw one of those doctors asked, why is the majority of the medical field on the side of, you know, the progressive ideology on COVID? And one of the doctors basically said, it's the first time in the history of our country that doctors are scared of an illness because what they saw happening in China and the, I don't know if you remember early in the COVID pandemic, there was a young uh, Chinese doctor like in yes. his thirties yes. that died. Right. Now, here's the thing. He, and he was like a healthy doctor because yeah. like the big thing finally did become, well, if you have comorbidities, that's going to kill you. But if you don't, you, you're going to be fine. Well, that's part of the truth. But the other truth was with viruses, as you know, a lot of it depends on the amount of um, how much how much exposure you're having to the virus, right? right. So, like, if you're working the viral COVID, load, the viral, viral load, load, which essentially is the viral load, right? Like, so if you're working in an ICU with all COVID positive patients that are on ventilators or even just coughing, and there's tons of virus there, and you're working on them, your viral load is enormous. And your body yeah. just can't fight it off. Well, there's also uh, factors that are not um, fully known, but each individual mounts a response to this, right? Right. And so, so you can't. There's things that you can't predict about this virus, and I think it was it was used to a lot of advantage and scare tactics in in, in this case. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, getting back to the documentary, though. Right. So I I only brought that up because we were kind of talking about how, you know, how did the medical community get so duped? How did they get so progressive? But I wanted to give COVID as an example of how it really brought to light that the medical community, we already know the educational community. We know right. that like Hollywood and the entertainment industry and all those things are super progressive to begin with but we've just found out that the medical community is too which is scary because then you can't even trust the no. medical literature and the medical knowledge out there to be well, this factual. is what this is what the left wants they want to muddy the waters they want to create doubt they want to um yes uh separate and uh, not have a population that's cohesive Cohesive or educated or or educated on stuff and say we, we know what's going on. What they or don't. truth seekers, they just want us to be blind followers. Like Basically, what happened? What happened with this particular case with COVID? Mm -hmm. It was politicized. Yeah, was politicized by the left, not the right. No. Yeah. So. So anyway. All I can say is this documentary is incredible. You guys got to watch it because it has a lot of insight to the left and their mindset, which is not very clear. Let's be honest. Like the questions that were posed were simple, yeah. common sense, uh, uh, common sense answer uh, questions. Yeah, Alan, Alan, let me ask you real quick. So yeah. we watched the, the documentary no. for an hour and a half. Did you right. feel like you got an answer on what a woman was? I mean, no, no, not no, from the, from the documentary. No, no, there was no, there was no answer because there was no answer. And the thing I love about it, this was something that go ahead is, is such an incredible thing for a second, right? He, Matt Walsh will ask you, so what is a woman? And they'll say anybody that identifies as a woman. And he's like, right. What is that? Right. Like you're okay. So you're saying anybody that identifies as a woman, well, what does it take to identify as a woman? Like what is a woman? And what is that? What is that? <laughs> and nobody could answer that. 
let's not let's not tell them what the very end was because if you watch it at the very end, like with his wife, you mean? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very cool. end, you know, he uh, he he finally asks his wife that same question. Yeah. I won't tell you what she says. That was because a neat I, little like ending to the documentary. I because thought. it is so common sense, and that's exactly what we're talking about. That we that there's common sense, and then there is. The other side of this equation has no answers. Yep. yep. Has no answers. We're talking about um, <laughs> what is a woman? Anybody <laughs> who identifies as a woman. Well, what is that? What, and then I loved when he asked that one professor. I can't remember what college or university they were from. But they were obviously an LGBTQ person. Right. Okay. It was a male. Okay. Yeah. Not not a transgendered person, but I think he was homosexual. Okay. Right. And he was a professor at a university and he, university and he studies and teaches like social, s- social sexuality and stuff like that. Right. Right. And, um, and, uh, <laughs> and they go, they all get so defensive and mad. Well, he was the one that got pissed. Well, so there was him and then there was the like, the the representative, the congressman. Oh, from I was like, going to bring that up earlier. From yeah, California that left walked out on the interview because he couldn't answer what a woman was. Yeah, because he was he was pissed that he was talking about you're talking about bathrooms. Yeah, and you don't want yeah. to talk about this basic is, human rights. We're done. We're done. But anyways, talking about that professor, yeah, yeah. he yeah. he was asking him like, um, what is a woman? And Matt Walsh says to the professor. Can you please give me a definition that doesn't use the word woman? Oh, like don't yeah. don't use the word in the definition, which is okay. You want to talk? We've talked That's about brilliant. science. Let's talk about basically just like English and literature and language and grammar and you know those kinds of things. Like right, like you cannot use the word you're defining in the definition. That, that's <laughs> right. like that's, that's like a, kindergarten. That's the basic uh, uh, language uh, arts like, and yeah. <laughs> Any kind I mean, of elementary uh, uh, test ever, you know. Like, what is a ball? A ball is a round ball. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, you can't use ball. You know, like, you know, what, what, what does yeah. that mean? Like, oh, what is a woman? Anybody that identifies as a woman. No, you can't use the word in the definition. Oh, gosh. That is, <laughs> that is so amazing. Oh, so amazing. It's, ah, ah, man. Oh, you know what I was going to tell you was how about the guy, the star Wars ship, uh, star Wars store guy. And I forget where it was. (laughs) (laughs) He was, he had to be 80 years old. Yeah. So he put a sign in his store and I forget what it said. Like, I'll tell you what it said. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you've got a dick, you can't be a chick. Uh, so then the local councilman woman came in. It was a, a local council man. And, uh, but she was, <laughs> he was, was trans- a local councilman who thought he was a woman who was right. identifying as a woman. Right. Right. And came in and was like, uh, apparently it was a viral video. I've never, never saw it. I think I saw this. something about it back in the day, but cause, cause this all was done several years ago, right? Like wasn't the, or maybe it was in the last year or two, but yeah. Um, yeah. And he said he came into the store and the, the owner was like, Oh, I recognize you. You're the local councilman. And he goes, well, no, I'm the local council woman. <laughs> And then they just got into it a little bit. But like when Matt Walsh was like, when Matt Walsh was uh, interviewing him, the dude was just like, how do you know you're, or how do you know you're a man? He goes, cause I've got a dick. <laughs> I mean, that is about as common sense as you can get. Right. And this with guy's that. like 80 years old. I mean, yeah. How okay. about when, all right, go yeah, ahead. I don't well, know what you're going to say. Bring it up. Bring it up because I was right, just so going ha- there. How about when he flew to yep. Africa? Yep. He flew to Africa. Yep. And he's with this tribe in Africa. And they 
they are, I forget where in Africa, but anyway, oh, so they're like, I can't remember either. Every, everything that you think about an African Nairobi, tribe, Nairobi is what, maybe? maybe everything that you think of an African tribe is going on. Like yeah. they're, they're they walking around and, on and they got, sandals. they're walking around in dirt with no dirt. shoes or whatever. They're swatting and, uh, flies with like the entire through the entire interview. My <laughs> wife looked at me when we were watching this documentary, and she's like, "I, I want to move there. It's just life is so much simpler." I'm like, "I can't deal with those flies flying around my head every minute." There's like, no way I can live I there. I would love flies. to live there because they're common sense people, but that don't hot deal. And they got flies. But it's hot and flies are just smacking my head all day long. Can you imagine that? I would. I, I would go nuts, dude. Nuts. But they, but the it, during the interview, they were asking the uh, the the head, the chief, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, like through the an interpreter, leader. right? The tribal yeah. leader through an interpreter, like, hey, uh, <laughs> what's a non-binary? What's a non-binary? I don't know what, what you're if talking. A man about. wants to be a woman. They were like, <laughs> they're crazy. They're all laughing. It's we not don't possible. Have, we don't have that here. We don't have that here. What does that tell you, folks? That's all you need to know. Listen, you know what? He should have done this documentary and gone to Africa. Let's erase every other second of the entire footage and just do a five-minute footage to Africa and ask them about these questions, and they say, we don't have that here. It doesn't exist. There's no such thing as a man thinking he's a woman. When a man's born with a penis, he becomes a man and he provides for his family and protects his family. When a person yes. is born with a vagina, it's a woman. They they deli- they they bear children and they yes. do womanly things. That's right. what they said. Yes, that's exactly what they said. And here's the other thing. Let's just say for a moment that a guy in that tribe felt like a woman. They wanted she he wasn't as manly or like he couldn't take the the manly, you know, whatever trials that happen. All right. Let's just say that there's somebody in that tribe that was like that. What yeah. did they do? They fucking sucked it up. And they're like, you know what? I am a man. I have to be a man. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Because they didn't have a choice. But we're you know why? Because here. they have to go out and throw a fucking spear at a goat or whatever that's yeah. running around there. To an animal to, running away from you. To survive. To survive. To the they table. don't got time for this shit. We're soft over here, man. Oh. We're soft. Too soft. So, soft ain't even the word. Man. I mean, that that is the bottom line. We yep. got it too fucking easy over yep. here. Yep. We made it too easy. Real yep. men made it too easy. Well, the real men shut their mouths and the beta males didn't. And so, you know, this beta male, this weak male, this, this feminine male that we have that's a virus in society is replicating. And the, unfortunately the real man, the strong man were, are being bullied and basically afraid to stand up for what's right. And you're seeing the erosion of the construct and do you know, and the gender construct in, in society. And do you know how you bully a real man? And what's the definite definition of a real man protection uh, of your family, right? And how yeah. do you protect your family? You have a job that you make yep. money. And provide, how do you protect, ha- provide? And how do you, how do you bully a real man? You threaten their way of providing for their family. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what we're th- talking about. You threaten them and you silence them. You make it so that if they stand up against what is right, if you stand up against what is right, you lose your job. You lose your ability to provide and protect. That's, and that's what's only, happening. That's, that's exactly. the tactic. Yeah. So how, how can we combat um, this? You know, if we're saying some spouting some truth and the other side doesn't like it, you can lose your job. So how do you combat that? You know I what think, I mean? Like, I, I mean, I'm just sort of, I think you risk losing your job and that's so easy to say and so hard to do, man. It's so easy to say and so hard to do. There's lots of things that I believe in that when push comes to shove, you know, it's going to mean war when you've got to actually follow the words that you believe in. 
I'm telling you, it's coming though. It's coming. Throw me in jail for stopping a doctor giving my my kid some some uh, chemical castration. Pill. I will. I will go off. Yeah, I mean, messing with my kids, all bets are off, man. All bets are off. And that's exactly what we're talking about. All of yeah. this stuff messes with our kids, whether it directly does. or indirectly. Eventually, it's going to filter down to them. And yeah. we need to step up and and have a voice. Yeah. We and need to you, be men. And you can say, oh, it's not as big of a deal. It just seems like a big deal because of like technology and it's it's the trendy thing to do, but it's not as bad as you think it is. Yeah, you know what? If we continue to stay behind behind the scenes on this and, and stay silent, it's getting so much traction that even normal people are buying into this craziness. And guess what? We will be the minority. And once we're the minority – you pretty much have no chance at getting it back. There's only one way to do this is that we need to stand up to all of this. Yeah. I, you, you know, I, I, sometimes I, uh, when I'm shopping online, I'll look at the company and I go, are they made it in the USA? Number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, what's their track record on some of this stuff? I know. Like, are, are they, I, I will go out of my way to buy a product from a company that has fought a battle against this kind of stuff. Yeah. Which reminds me, there's an app you should check out. Uh, go ahead. Someone told me about this. It's called public square. Okay. So if you just go to your, you know, your Apple uh, app store, you have Apple, so I can just say Apple app store. Yep. Type in um, public square. It's an app that, um, I found on socials somewhere that are companies that are American in a support and support like freedom, basically more like conservative type businesses. It's not just politics though, but it's like supports freedoms and like, you know, doesn't yeah. get involved in all this crap, but, um, you can buy all sorts of stuff on there and there's a lot of different variety. Um, it's pretty cool. Got it. I, I think okay. we're a ways away from like where we really have an alternative to Amazon and those types of things. But at least this, if you're looking for something specifically and you really want to, you know, buy from companies that are conservative or at least believe in your freedoms and constitutional rights, this is a start public square app. And they even have banks that like won't yeah. lim limit your you know, financial decisions based on your socioeconomic political views, you know, which is happening too. You know, we've seen that out there. So public square app, check it out, see if it's something that's useful to you and then go from there. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Well, anyways, man, we should probably wrap this up, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So what, what is a woman? We, we still don't know. I mean, we yep. know. But we don't know from the, you know, from the, from the brilliant minds that are out there in the medical and, and psych, psych, psychological and psychiatric communities, we still don't have an answer. I mean, Alan and I know what a woman is. Yeah. Um, you know, but, you know, that's just common sense. But anyways. Um, I think if you, if you guys out there and, you know, look, I just signed up for Daily Wire just to see this documentary. And there's and some other great stuff on there. By there's the way. a lot of great content on it and, and they're oh. not paying us. They're not giving us any money, but no. I'm telling you right now, like I, I'm going to explore it a while, but it's worth the $14 just to see this documentary and then cancel your membership. If you want. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But and actually, if that's for the month, there's a ton of good stuff. Jordan Peterson, who's one of the, most yeah. brilliant minds in America right now is on there. He's got a marriage one. He's got one on Exodus, you know, the, the book of the Bible. And he's just so smart. Um, he's on there, you know, obviously Ben Shapiro. There's a ton of an amazing content on there. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. And I haven't even dove into it yet. So, but I will. Yeah. yeah. And but, Matt Walsh has a show on there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's just he, so he's much a smart there. dude. He's, he's definitely, he's a smart in his thirties, so. dude. 
Did you know that? No. He's in his thirties. When I found <laughs> that out, because he looks a little bit older, just because he's got a he's got a beard. A beard makes right. him look a little bit older, and he's right. so mature that you yeah. think he's older, right. right? Like just because he's mature. And so, like, I thought he was like forties, late forties. The dude's like in his early to mid thirties, and he's. I wish so I was smart. that. I wish I was that smart now. I know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Would you're, you be able to sit in an interview? You're, you're that talk smart. These- the difference is we just <laughs> we're not that mature. We're smart. We're just yeah. not mature. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a that's a really good point. Oh, oh man. Anyways, all right. All right. Well, yeah. listen. Until next time, guys. We're yep. gonna try to do this again next week. Yeah. Um. You know, if you have any questions, thoughts, you know, arguments, you know, complaints, we do have an email. This is what we've been talking at gmail.com. This right. is what we've been talking <laughs> at gmail.com. Hit us up. Yeah. We'd love to hear Send from us, you. Uh, we need one email for crying out loud. I know there's like seven, eight, or nine people that listen yeah. besides us and our family. <laughs> and our family. <laughs> yeah, come on. Email us. Just tell us Just something. Got, tell us something you want to talk us to talk about. And we'd love to even maybe have you on here to talk with us. We don't care who you are. Let's just get another guy on here. Send a, send an email. All right. And just go, Hey, what up? And then just send it. I don't even care if it's a question or anything. (laughs) Let's just, I want to hear from you, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, all right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Good talk. Uh, And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yep, uh, we'll see you again, and we'll talk about more shit, I guess. (laughs) Have a good week. All right, see you guys. Bye.